Combi Life Podcasts. Stories from the road less traveled. Welcome back to the Combi Life Podcast. We are here parked in our combi in a beautiful camp spot on the Alaskan border. We are officially in Alaska. Finally, after four and a half years of trying to get here, we are here. Finally. I'm here with Leah. Hello. Hi, Leah. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah, good. That's good. <laughs> and uh, also Little Alaska, the Peruvian street dog who is in the back of our combi sleeping on the bed like a little princess. She's a princess. Yes, but she's enjoying herself anyway. Last time we were talking to you about a fire disaster that we had in our combi and the three-week restoration and rescue process that we went through. We had Brett with us, who was an absolute legend who basically helped us keep the get the combi back on the road and we have him to thank for us being here on the 40 mile river right now. So we're going to be talking to you this week in, in the podcast about everything that's happened between our time of leaving Whitehorse in the Yukon to arriving here in Alaska. Lots has happened, lots to share. Our first stop in the Yukon after leaving the Whitehorse was Dawson, Dawson, Dawson City. Yes. What a beautiful little place though, eh? It is gorgeous. So old school. It's a, meant to be like an old mining town. Yeah, I think um, that, that town had its boom in like the late 1800s. Uh, like 1898 was the gold rush. And between then and about 1930, just lots of people moved up to this area of the Yukon in search of gold. And the cool thing about Dawson is that they've left a lot... They kept all the buildings the same. Yeah, they've left a lot of the old buildings exactly as they were in the time they've just kind of sunk into the permafrost which is really cool. So you've got all these like dilapidated buildings leaning over the street and it's got a really cool little feel That's to the vibe, town. Yeah. We actually did something rather bizarre in Dawson, which we're going to get onto in, in just a moment. But if you ever go to Dawson, you need to be doing this thing. Our first stop in, um, in Dawson, our first impressions was that, that there was a lot of tourists. There was a lot of people doing the migration up to Alaska, lots of RVs, big motorhomes. And to be honest, we kind of wanted to get out of the town after having a little look around. So we headed up to the Dome, which is a, a spot which is pretty popular with the paragliders, right? Mm. We stayed there for a lot longer than we expected, mainly because the car was being a little bitch. I shouldn't say that. No, but it's true. <laughs> We've just, I mean, like, let's put this into perspective. We just spent three weeks pampering, cleaning, scrubbing, mm -hmm. replacing all the wood, fixing the whole combi up. So, you know, we made sure all of the problems were fixed. We fixed things that we weren't even intending to fix yeah. just to make sure that when we got on the road, we had trouble-free motoring. Yeah. And we didn't even actually make it to Dawson without having troubles. Yeah, unfortunately. <sighs> but hopefully they're fixed now. Oh, yeah, fingers crossed. So one of the things you definitely have to do when you turn up to Dawson City, or so we're told, is have a sour toe cocktail. What is a sour toe cocktail, Ben? <sighs> Well, I tell you what, if, if I'd have known what a sour toe cocktail was, I probably wouldn't have gone and had one. But we inquired at the downtown hotel, this old building. You walk into the building and it's got like the like barn doors you see in the Western movies. You know, it's like you go in, there's this old bar. And there's old a piano in the corner. Yeah, beautiful old piano that's all open. You can see all the inner workings and this honky-tonk man that sits there. He's absolutely fantastic, yeah. isn't he? What's his name? Uh, Hugh? Maybe he's called Hugh. <laughs> Are you the piano player? Yeah, so basically a sour toe cocktail is... How, how would you describe it, Leah? Well, it's basically a dead toe in a drink. It's a dead... A real dead human toe. Yeah, not joking. No. It's not fake. It's not 
a model. It's a real life human toe mm -hmm. in a drink. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that you shoot this drink back and the toe has to touch your lips. Yeah. But the toe soaks in the drink for a bit. Like it sits there and soaks in whatever drink you choose to drink it from. It's, what's the common drink? Um, Something Jack. Yukon. Yukon Jack. Yukon Jack. Yeah, it has to be a drink that's 40% proof. That's right, yes, because it's a real human toe. And there's this whole procedure in like, I don't know, like uh, Toe Master Terry, who we met at, at the downtown hotel, um, he's the guy that looks after the toe. And when I say looks after the toe, like he really takes care he of it, doesn't so he? He was so proud of it. Yeah, he was, he, was, he was a good toe captain. Yeah, so Toe Master Terry is like, an old sailor, he wears like a sailing hat, he has a big grey beard, um, and he's a little bit crazy, ex-alcoholic, but a very, very gentle, nice soul um, with a bit of a toe fetish, apparently. <laughs> he's on to about 66,000 toe-drinking people oh, yeah, have been yeah. through there. Yeah. What do you call us now that we're in the club? Uh, sour toe. Sour toe. Sour toe well, cocktail oh, club no, we members. Have a certificate, but we don't have it anymore. So, do you remember the history of the toe, like how it all started? Yes, I do remember the, t the history, uh, or at least vaguely. Back in I think nineteen twenty something, twenty eight, or somewhere around there, uh, there was this old bootleg smuggler who used to take alcohol across from Dawson to the Alaskan side by sled dogs, right? Mm -hmm. And it was illegal. It was during the Prohibition, I believe. Mm -hmm. And he was getting chased by the police as he was doing a run over to, to Alaska. And unfortunately, the poor fellow, who I can't remember his name, put his foot through some water and he couldn't stop because it was a blizzard. They always went in the blizzard to cover their tracks and he had to just keep moving. And he got frostbite in his toe. So his brother said to him, like, that toe's got to come off. We're too far from Dawson. It's like... We've got to get it off, otherwise you're going to get gangrene. Yeah. So he chopped off his toe, got him drunk and chopped off his toe, yep. put the toe in a mason, mason, mason jar or something, yeah, with, alcohol. with alcohol and stuck it on a shelf. And basically he got found by, Years later, by Captain Dick Stevenson. Yes. Yeah, he found it in a shed somewhere. I don't know if it was his property or... No, he was cleaning, he was cleaning, cleaning it, out. it out for a, um, a neighbour or something. And he found the toe, the dead toe in the, uh, in the mason jar. Yeah. And then decided to start this tradition. Is that how it started? Pretty much, yeah. Toe Master Terry's a little bit paranoid now because there has been one or two um, cannibalistic toe munchers More than that. coming through the town. He's lost about five toes from people accidentally swallowing them or intentionally swallowing them. Who, who would intentionally swallow a toe? A human uh... toe? I mean, I, I struggled when I saw that thing in front of me as it plopped oh, out of yeah, the, was... the salt jar. Like, you... like. You know, it's a toe. We knew we were going to do it by the time we got there. We're like, okay, let's have the toe drink. And when you see the thing, like with the bone sticking out and a big... Toenail. Disgusting Ooh. toenail. Yeah. What did Leah say? What did, you, what did you say? Oh, she could have at least cut her toenail. Yeah. We, we, we had, the toe that we had was from a, a lady that accidentally um, ran over her foot when she was mowing the lawn. And she donated the toe to... Um, the Sour Toe the Cocktail, Sour toe cocktail Club. Club. Yeah, so it's been a few toes. They have to eventually get rid of it because it goes. Yeah, but this nuts. one's been going on seven years, and it looks like it's been going on a hundred yeah. years, <laughs> and it looks absolutely disgusting. And like to be honest, I thought you know let's just do it for the fun of it. It's a, it's yeah, a thing as soon that you as you do here. As soon as you saw it, you freaked out. Yeah, no, my you can see my. I looked at the video back, mm -hmm. and 
Mm. No way. I, I was freaking out. Mm -hmm. You know, that's pretty disgusting. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that bad. The worst part was when he... Oh, I don't want to, like, tell people what happens next because then they won't do it. You have to just do it for yourself. Go find out. No, I'm going to tell them. I'm telling them. All right, go on. You know, like you shoot the you shoot the toe back, right? You, and the the sour the um, it hits your teeth, nearly goes all in your mouth. That's that's what happened to me. Like it got stuck in the bottom of the of the glass, mm. and then he's like, "Shake the glass, shake the glass." So I started shaking the glass, and it was and it just hit me right in the teeth. Like the toe touched my teeth and my gum and the inside of my lip. Ah, oh. oh, gross! You toe sucker. Toe job. <laughs> oh man, it was disgusting. Full on disgusting, but not as disgusting as the bit that comes next. Yeah, so I, I did it first. So I'm like, I, I need to do it first because if I see Ben do it, I won't do it because it'll be so gross. So I'm like, I'll do it. And I did it. I'm like, yes, finally it's over. It wasn't that bad. And it's like, oh, no, 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 Leah, you're not finished yet. I'm like, well, what? What do you mean? And I thought he's going to say you need to suck it or something. Toe jam. And he's like, toe jam. I'm like, what is that? And he just gets the toe and just squeezes all the juice out of the toe, all the alcohol out of the toe, puts it back in the in the glass, and I had to shot, shot that down. It was salty. Salty and just, ugh. Oh, that was the worst bit. That totally the worst bit. It was quite some experience, though, eh? Yeah. Got it on video. We'll put it out. Yeah, we need to make that, that toe jam video, the sour toe cocktail video. We'll link it to the page. Yeah. But yeah, try it. It's a must-do in Dawson. There's also quite a few nice uh, buildings to go and look at and, you know, some nice people in town if you don't really want to go and Do drink that. a dead human toe. <laughs> and if you are thinking about doing the, joining the Sour Toe Cocktail Club... I would definitely recommend that you do it before Captain Dick Stevenson dies because he has all 10 of his toes donated to the yeah. Salvatore Cocktail Club. Yeah. He has a, a toe-shaped urn where his ashes will go above the bar and a picture of him. And when you see the picture, you'll know why we told you to go there and drink the toe from the lady <laughs> because his feet are not going to be pretty, believe me. We'll leave a photo in the blog, in the blog page here. Yeah. You can see what he looks like. Yeah. But yeah, go check it out if you're in Dawson. What did we do after leaving there? After we left Dawson? Mm. After the first attempt of leaving Dawson? Well, after that, we, we spent a couple of days like making videos, right? We did, and we also had to fix the car. Yeah, so we spent our time in Dawson basically working to get some of our YouTube videos out. We're mm. working hard on season four of Astro Alaska, Astro Alaska and we... Yeah, we spent a few days in the library, didn't we? Yeah, it's pretty good, actually. We should do that more often, go mm. into libraries. We've just had a whole new um, battery system and solar system put into our bus, but, you know, in this part of the world, it's pretty cloudy and you don't always get great solar power. We only ever get about six amps of power out of that anyway, and if the two of us are working in here in, in the combi producing our videos then we're using up to 20 amps so mm. yeah but we got some work done and we 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 had a bit of a problem with uh, capito going into dawson that fuel was not arriving at the fuel pump so basically it kept on cutting out and breaking down on the side of the road we thought we'd fix that problem so we thought we were safe to leave dawson and so we got onto the ferry and we headed across Alaska bound we were headed to the top of the world highway very excited and we literally got like all four wheels rolled off the ferry and we broke down like right there <laughs> right in front of the ferry luckily we got off the ferry first I know I yeah. couldn't believe it we'd been driving around Dawson for a few days we you know there'd be no problems with the 
fuel starvation and boomf. Capita was quite happy driving around Dawson. As soon as we go leave to, to go to Alaska, it's like, no, nah, dies. As stubborn as we were, we were like, we can do it. We, you know, let's just go because chicken stock was on a festival in chicken Alaska and we really wanted to get to that. So we headed about 75 miles, no, 75 kilometers, 50 odd miles into ward, towards Alaska and yeah. And this road, this is the only road to Alaska out of Dawson, and it's not a road at all. It's like kind of a dirt road, quite windy, quite... It's called the Top of the World oh, Highway, it's right? Top of the World Highway, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's like, like really over mountains, and yeah. it's a big dirt track that so just runs for, I don't even know how long it runs, like 150 yeah. miles, something like that. But it wasn't a nice road to break down. Like, no one came past. A couple of times, a couple of people came past, but we got stuck there, what, five times? Yeah, we broke down a lot. And, and to, to the point of we basically decided that we were going to have to go back to Dawson. Couldn't get enough gasoline into our system. Um, we tried a bit of a MacGyver moment, you know, putting lots of wires together to make some resistance to slow down the fuel pump. I think that's quite clever of you. Yeah, not really. It worked didn't, a little bit. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> but um, that wasn't the, the fix in the end. Um, basically, we just... Spent a few days covered in gasoline, having a bit of a, you know, a bit of a crappy time. But we made it, we got to all the way across the ferry, no problem. We got all the way across the top of the world highway. Which was a beautiful drive. It felt like we were in Scotland, yeah. like we were on top of mountains. The whole drive it was awesome. Yeah, so hardly anybody. We must have made it across the border just before they closed at about, yeah. you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. And we arrived at Poker, Poker Creek, Alaska. Uh, population, population three. three. <laughs> I think the population was the three guys that work there. I must take it in turns to go up and live there for a bit. What's the job? Yeah. Yeah. Nice to finally be in Alaska, to have the car working. And, you know, this time the transmission's good. There's no obvious problems that are going to, like, take us off the road. So we've got the whole summer ahead of us. Um, we were really excited to come into Alaska. The roads mm. got really twisty. We passed like a couple of really big um, trucks. Yeah, we were right on a hairpin. It was like pulled over as far as we could to the side, and this woman comes past with like oversized vehicle behind her. We had a bit of a we had an even scarier moment like just after that. Well, right? Before we go into that, can I make a cup of tea? Can yeah. we go into break time? No, there's no break time, Leon. This, no, this is commercial break. Whilst we're straining our tea bags, guys, let me just ask you if you're about to buy something from Amazon or if you shop online, please do use our links. It's one of the ways that keeps us on the road. Whatever you buy, go to combilife.com slash Amazon and it will redirect you to your usual Amazon page. Everything will be the same price, nothing will cost you any more, but the great part is that Amazon give us about a 6% referral fee. That generates just about enough money for us to buy more tea bags. So please do support Combi Life and shop Amazon via combilife.com. Thanks for your support, guys. I'm gonna make a cup of tea because Ben's British and he needs his tea. I do need my tea. So um, yeah, we're, just as we got into Alaska. We oh, were... we nearly died, man. It was like an hour into being in Alaska. We were so excited. The weather was horrible, but we were excited to get to Chicken in Alaska and get to this festival. And the roads were really bad, really, really bad. It was like muddy, right? It was like, you know, slippery mud, holes, cracks. And really, like, the drop-off down the side was, you know, there was like an 800-foot drop yeah. straight down into this, like, valley bottom. Yeah. It was like, it was kind of like doing the death road in Bolivia, only it's not jungle, it's just, like, 
boreal forest. Uh, so we nearly died. We skidded on the road. We, you weren't even going that fast, Ben. You were going maybe because we were quite careful on this road because we knew it was a bit dodgy. Yeah, we just came around a bend and it was actually kind of on the straight. Mm-hmm. It was like we weren't going around a corner no, because we I was particularly straight. careful on the corners, but I think we were doing about 35 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, and we just skidded to one side. I think the first skid, I thought we were just going to flip over. I thought, like, we kind of skidded to the left. The whole car would just, like, skid on its side, and I thought we were going to tip over. We were going sideways. We were going sideways for ages, and you somehow, like, got us out of it before we went over the edge, and then we skidded the other way for a little bit again until we went over the edge, and you kind of straightened up. Like, full-on sideways, both ways. both ways. scary. It was kind of everything went in slow motion because I thought I was going to die. We nearly hit the... Um, pole that was there as well, but you missed that. Yeah, honestly, Just skillful driving. I would like to say it was skill, it but it was skill. You I did was well. screaming like a little girl on the inside. No, you did well. You handled the car really well for what it, what happened. We could have easily tipped over and fell off the cliff, but just just for the record, it was my finest motoring moment. <laughs> Wish we got it on camera. And we made it to Chicken in time for the festival. The music was still going. It didn't stop. It didn't stop all night, all morning, actually. Yeah, it went on all night. Yeah, we were turned, like, we turned up right at the end of the festival. It yeah. must have been about 11 o'clock at night. Um, yeah. The last night of the festival, people were, like, it was crappy weather. It had been nice weather whilst we'd been breaking down, mm. trying to get there, and people were leaving. Yeah. And the little stage was gorgeous. It's like a big, it's like a pickup truck it was, to a stage. Well, it was two big old like 60s like American trucks backed back together. So like the the front of the trucks were facing out in opposite directions and the like in between the two was the stage of a bunch of hillbillies, fiddlers and banjo players. Mm-hmm. People dancing with hula hoops and the, exactly the kind of festival that you'd expect from a small not even town, it's a community. Chicken yeah. is a community. I think their population is only nine, from what I heard last. It might have changed, but nine people live in Alaska. Yeah. But in, in this in festival, I mean, sorry, in chicken. <laughs> in chicken. Um, and everyone from Alaska comes down to this festival. Um, everyone a, from Alaska? Well, a lot of people from Alaska. There could have been everyone. There was quite a few people there. <laughs> no, but how's our tea doing? Are we ready yet? No. I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready for the tea. No. We can talk about who we met at Chicken Stock. Oh, yeah. We met a very, very... We met an outlaw. Like, he is an outlaw, isn't he? We met, we met an Alaskan outlaw. Yeah. Yep. It was so weird to come across. I don't even know how, how we came... How we ended up speaking. How did we end up speaking to him? How did we find out he was the toe muncher? The toe muncher. <laughs> So when we spoke before about the, the toe cocktail and the guy that ate the toe, we actually met the guy that ate the toe, that swallowed the toe on purpose at this festival. He will remain anonymous he because will. he is a wanted man he in Dawson. He is a wanted man. Um, but we wanted to interview him about why the hell he wanted to do that and how he swallowed it. What are the chances, eh, of meeting the toe muncher after we went to have the toe cocktail? Yeah. And then we met him and... Crazy. I don't even know how that came up in conversation. I can't remember how we bumped into him, but... I was like, wait, you're the Toe Muncher? <laughs> he didn't like that nickname, but we named him the Toe Muncher. Yeah, he's, he has now been named the Toe Muncher. And we met lots of gold miners at the festival as well. Oh, yeah. Like, Chicken and 
well, this whole region is like the 40 mile, 40 mile country, 40 mile river. And lots of people come here. Oh, cup of tea, cup of tea. <laughs> tea time. Here's your tea. Oh, thank you, beautiful. The uh, tea bag's still in there. What? <laughs> I know it's not how you like what? a tea, but deal with it. Tea bag's still in the tea. Ben gets really upset if I don't cook his tea properly. Cook his tea. Brew his tea. <laughs> My God, woman. <laughs> brew. Oh, so British. Brew, brew tea. You don't brew. cook it. That's where we're going wrong. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Where were we? The toe muncher. The toe muncher. What a nice guy. He was really nice. Very well travelled and um, very entertaining to talk to him and his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, wish we could tell you about his future toe munching plans, but we promised we wouldn't. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Fingers on lips. But yeah, but that's very exciting to so meet So that's him. who we met. And we met a lot of gold miners, like you were saying. Oh, yeah. Seems like everyone here is a gold miner. They're only here to mine for gold. Um, yeah, and we I'm, had a lot of questions for them because it's quite fascinating. It's very, it's very interesting. Like I'm, I'm a little bit emotionally torn here because I love nature. I'm a nature lover. I'm not a tree hugger, but I'm close. Yeah. I'm, you know, from the same, I'm from the same kind of category as a tree hugger, but not fully blown. I live in a V dub bus. I think a little bit of the hippie from previous eras is because you live out in nature more than. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah but um, there's obviously a lot, a lot of destruction that comes from the gold mining. Um, but it's just interesting, isn't it? What drives people to come up here and, and battle against nature? Mm. You know, they're up here before the snow's melted and mm. they stay until it starts snowing, mm. you know, and, and in times gone past, they would just dig down through the snow. They'd just cut through the frozen ground, remove it and just keep going down and just take out all of the dirt over winter, ready to be slewed or whatever the word is when they put it, run it through the water. Um, to check for the gold in mm. the spring. Mm -hmm. So they just wouldn't stop. They just moved dirt over winter. I mean, you know, and the, and the guys that were doing it back in like the eight, late 1800s, early 1900s, they didn't have the equipment. They didn't have no. Gore-Tex. Well, that's why they're here now. They're like, you know, all those people, because this is quite a popular place back even back then to mine for gold. So I don't know how there'd be so much gold left over, but these there guys is. seem to think that there's a lot of gold still here because they didn't have the equipment. They can get down to where these guys didn't. Yeah, they're Back pulling out day. more than an ounce a day, and an ounce is $1,500. dollars $1, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, there's some investment there, and there's a crew of them, and they're working together, and they've got machinery, so they're not, you know, putting in, like, three grand in their pockets. They're not making huge money. But some of the people that are sitting on certain claims, mm. you know, they're making a bit of cash. Mm. Yeah, so we, we did get invited to a gold mine, um, and we were actually on our way there, but we had another breakdown. So we pulled over on some BLM land. Land of Lolo Man... What, what does it stand for? Bureau Land Management? Yeah, basically free camping. That's what you want to know. We've got a table, a little barbecue. Right next to the river. Right next we to the even have like river. brand new toilets that were made this season, I think. I don't think anyone's used them I yet. I think they were made yesterday. They are yes. literally brand new. They're the nicest toilets I've ever been in. And this yeah. river too is full of gold. Gold specks. Well, we think it's gold. We can't... We need to wait till we get to this gold expert before we can um, assume that this is gold or not. Like it's we, gold. It may be fool's gold, but there's a, quite a lot of gold flakes in this river. You can see the gold in the water. Yeah. You can yeah, totally crazy. see the gold. I'd like to know the process. It'd be nice to meet this guy, um, go to his... Mine? His claim? Mine? Claim. His claim. And uh, find out how they look for gold. Yeah, well, that'll be where the next podcast comes from. Mm -hmm. um, next time we'll be talking about how, how our visit to the 
that mine went. Basically, we spoke to this guy whilst we were all quite drunk in the bar at a festival. And he's like, yeah, sure, come down to my claim. It's like mile 91 and a half on the left there. <laughs> so he may not remember that he's told he us. He's not going to have no up. clue. He doesn't know who we are. He didn't see our bus. He didn't see the dog. No. Like, we're just going to turn up and he's going to be like, hi. <laughs> oh, so well, anyway, we'll see what happens when we turn yeah. up. Yeah. There's a lot so of next time there. we talk to you, we may be rich because we found nuggets or... Beaten up because we were trespassing. Because we were trespassing on his land. <laughs> <laughs> Both are equally possible. Yes. Um, let's take a question from our audience here. Yes, I love questions from the audience. Yeah, if you want us to answer one of your questions, leave a comment in the comments area below this on the Combi Life webpage, combilife.com. So this question comes from Pat in Maine. Pat wanted to know... He wanted to know what we are going to do after we give away the car, like what's going to be our next vehicle. Yes. Is it going to be a boat? Is it going to be another bus? Plane. Plane. Planes, trains what and automobiles. What are we going to do once we give away our bus? We don't even want to think about it. We're actually... We're quite sad about yeah, giving it away. We're quite sad. We've, we have a lot of memories and we've been through a lot in, in Dear Capito, our combi. But we did promise that we'd give it away to one of the people that has supported our project. Um, as many of you know, our project is community funded. That is the people that watch our videos and enjoy our content. That's how we are able to do what we do. And our, the way we have of saying thank you to those guys is to give away our bus. That was a really great idea, wasn't it, Leah? Mm, yeah. No. <laughs> Well, it's not just giving it away, it's like our home. And yeah, it's not like we have somewhere else to live. Neither of us have houses or apartments or anything like that. And it's such a special bus. It is really special. Yeah. I fell in love with this bus as soon as I saw it in Mexico and it's going to be hard to oh, see it go. Oh, right. That's, that's how it happened. I thought it was me that you kind of no, taken it's by. definitely the bus. Sorry. Oh, it's you. Now it's you. Oh, that's all right. Anyway, um, yeah, we're pretty sad about giving away the bus, but we are going to give it away, and that draw is going to be happening at the end of the summer. So what's going to be our next vehicle? Oh, yeah, that wasn't question? a question, was it? No. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I, th I think I'm all done talking about that subject now. No, we are going to need to get another vehicle because we promised we'd give it away. Uh, what do you want to get, Leah? I'd like to stick with another bus. I like a big motor home. No, no motor home. I like a bathroom. I would like to continue um, travelling in a VW bus. What? Why? Oh, no, that's I right, because know. you don't have to do the... the... Hey, I still have to put up with the breakdowns too. I st I'm still on the side of the road with you, just not under the car. Making falafel wraps. Making you food, handing you tools in the rain. Yeah, I'm under the bus. It's not raining on me and you're exactly. outside. Getting rained on. So I still like to have a bus because it's nice to... It's nice. Maybe a little bit... bit maybe a pop-top would be ideal. Yeah, we definitely need more space, you know. The family's expanding. Yes. Getting another dog. Yes, are we? Now, Leah's got a dog and she's trying to get, um, what, what's your dog called? Bandit. Bandit, yeah, she wants Bandit to come over from Australia. I do. A little bit of space, a little bit more space would be nice in another vehicle. Um, I quite like the being part of the Volkswagen family. Um, I don't like all the maintenance, I don't like all the mechanics and driving this kind of vehicle on long expeditions is silly because it's not, it's not built for it. And our next project is going to be going across Europe to India. So we want to have a reliable vehicle for that and yeah. something comfortable to live in. Yeah, at least, at least you know, more reliable than this combi, yeah. which isn't difficult, is it? <laughs> a dog sled would be more reliable than this combi. 
Yeah, so basically to answer your question, we want to have another bus. Don't know what yet, mm. but just one that is going to be reliable and comfortable to live in um, for our big, our next trip, next adventure. Yeah, we're going to have to get something. We've started now, our lives are on the road. Stay tuned and we'll, we'll uh, probably revisit this conversation. We'd like to know what, what you guys would recommend. Yeah, give us suggestions on what bus mm. to have. Anyway, so ask us more questions because we love, 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 love answering questions. So anything you want to know, we'll answer it, even if it's... Anything? A bit personal, yeah, anything. A bit personal? Even if it's Ooh, personal. invitation to sauciness. <laughs> Tune in to next week's podcast. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. Okay, it's time for the weekly roundup. Cue music. So our weekly roundup is basically a couple of questions about this week that we have to answer really quickly. Uh, no explanation, just answer. Is that right? Okay. Is that what it is? The joys of pioneering new features in our podcast. Yeah. So, Ben, favourite person you met this week? You, Leo, you're amazing. Oh, come on. Favourite person? Uh, the toe muncher. Toe muncher? Mm. Okay, mine's the toe captain. Okay. There you go. All in the toe family. Yeah. <laughs> Most frustrating moments this week? Uh, getting on our way to Alaska and only getting, like, six feet off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite disappointing. Yeah, that was quite frustrating. Your, I agree. Your, yeah? Yep. Best camp spot? Here. Down by the river. Down by the river. We live in a van down by the river. Mm-hmm. The name of our first ever podcast on the smoking fire. Mm-hmm. This be interesting. Your favourite meal then this week? Since you don't cook, make one of mine. Or something we ate out. Or that peanut butter and jelly sandwich I had myself. Later. <laughs> Come on, favourite meal. <laughs> the falafels that you cooked just now were fantastic. Oh, thanks. Uh, best bathing spot? Um... I did enjoy dipping my penis into the piranha water. <laughs> the cold water, the yeah. river water here. Yeah, and then screaming like a little girl. And I particularly enjoyed turning around to see an RV taking photos on the bridge. Yeah, yeah, we're right <laughs> next to a bridge so that, yeah. All well, the nude bathing is not as nice here, but... Best moment of the week? Best moment... Oh, this is hard. Watching me save your life on the roads. Yes, saving my life. Scariest moment, also saving your life. Also sliding off the road. You know what? I'm going to say my best moment. One of my best moments this week was waking up on the top of that hill looking over Dawson and watching all the clouds come in. Yeah, that was quite nice. Yeah. Most expensive day? Probably the breakdown day. Yeah, like almost 100 bucks. Best discovery this week? I found gold in the river. You found specks of gold in the river. Gold coloured leaves in the river. (laughs) Our best discovery. No, our best discovery was finding this camp spot. Mm -hmm. Like just turning off the road, being a little bit hungover, and wanting somewhere to chill out and fix the broken gas pedal. And three days later, we're still here. (laughs) We just don't want to leave. And okay, the best MacGyver moment of this week had to be the joining all the wires, the spare wire that we had together to put a ground on our fuel pump to make it run slower, mm-hmm. add more resistance to the ground. That was quite a MacGyver moment. Which slowed it down enough to get us at least halfway back to Dawson. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Very High five to myself. You. Yeah, you were quite good. Yeah, well, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Give it a thumbs up if you did and share our stuff with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. 
Once again, if you've got any questions, please leave a comment underneath this podcast on the combilife.com website. Until next time, happy travels. Uh. That wasn't me. I couldn't possibly have <laughs> inhaled and burped at the same time. So you know who that was, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Just good. saying. I'll cut that out. Bye. Oh, wait. A song. I like to end the podcast with some oh, musical. What song can we do? Is there a toe munching song? Is there a song about a toe? We're going to leave you now with a song that's quite appropriate for our week. It is the only song in our iPod that has the word toe in it. It is called Cold Toes on the Cold Floor by Coldwell Kids. Enjoy. Hunger in the lights are off, honey. Trying to find my head. Don't recall laying down in this black bed. Scrambled eggs with you